1: Is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
2: Hello, Holly. Give us our uh, hump day dirt alert, Yes, please. the Perner and
1: Toots edition. That was a good one. That's a good name for a show. It yeah. totally is. Oh, man. The, oh. It just doesn't work right all the time. Yeah. <laughs> or even half. <laughs> well,
0: you know, you give it the old
1: college try. sometimes. That's-
0: yeah. Let's talk a little more. You know, there's been a it's a celebrity baby news hat trick this afternoon. So earlier today, we talked about Olivia Munn. She is expecting a child with John Mulaney. Kylie Jenner is expecting a child with Travis Scott. And a baby that's already here is from Alicia Vikander and Michael Fassbender. I feel like the only one that's not going to end
2: in tears is Alicia and Michael.
0: Yes, so they welcomed their (laughs) first child earlier this year, and the confirmation comes on the heels. There were photographs of them pushing a baby stroller in Paris. They also had a stroller in Ibiza in Spain, so confirming the obvious. She's got a new movie that she's uh, out promoting right now. So, So, mm -hmm. yeah, the movie is called, let me look at this, Blue Bayou. And uh, ironically, she plays an expected mother. Oh, oh maybe right. she was
2: pregnant when she filmed it. Right. The oh. Olivia Munn John Mullaney thing has disaster written all over it.
0: Oh, that's so messy, you guys. It's so
2: messy that he when he went on Seth Meyers to like jump around in the timeline, and here he is famous for not wanting to have kids and coming out of an intervention which Seth participated in, and Olivia Munn chased him at his wedding. You know, chased him at Seth Meyers' wedding when he was with his wife. It's just got all kinds of creepy.
0: Yeah. I wish John Mulaney and Livia Munn the best. Yes. Because there is a child involved in all of this. Yeah. And uh, like you said, Lori, the timeline of when and who and And how. just just, He's so
2: fresh. You know, he just got out of uh, like 90 days in rehab at the end of February. And then... I'm divorcing my wife and she announces it, you know, heartbroken about it. And then dating, I mean, she had to be, she's been pregnant since like May. Mm -hmm. Remember they met in church at AA in February. Anyway, I just think like his, you know... His people are just like, okay, we're crossing our fingers and hoping for the best.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think we're all doing right now. Uh, We are learning what Lola V is this afternoon. That's Jennifer Aniston's new beauty line, and it's a hair care line. Oh. Whatever
2: happened with. Didn't she have a hair thing with uh, Living Proof or something? But they probably got sold and she's not part of it or something anymore.
1: Is this with Chris McMillan or is there. No, this,
2: this is. This is she, this is her like doing. All right. What?
0: This, th- yeah, this is her thing, though. I don't know what company is backing her on Lola V, but you're right. You guys like uh, Jennifer Aniston, she at least was an ambassador slash inve- uh, investor in living proof yes. hair care products. I don't know what I her think relationship they get sold is.
2: to Unilever.
0: Oh, so now it's. In like 2017. Oh, okay, and so she for you. I don't know it. I know <laughs> it's it. It's Unilever. I
2: might have. Unilever, they own a lot of big household brands. Okay. They're a huge, huge global combo.
0: company. They own all sorts like of things. They're like
2: Cargill of soap.
0: Oh, got it. All <laughs> right. That's <laughs> basically a good way to put it. Yeah, when, and the next time you're stuck in the bathroom and you're looking for reading material, turn the bottle around, and likely it's going to be either Unilever or Procter & Gamble, Gamble. on the back mm-hmm. of that. All right. So the first product from Jennifer Ann. Aniston's new hair care line, Lola V, is a glossing detangler. It's going to cost you twenty five dollars. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot of money.
2: Yeah, for for conditioner. I use I,
0: use, I Hollywood. I, you ever? Yeah, I twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's a lot, but that's kind of the price range of Living Proof hair care products. Yeah,
2: that's true. So she already knows people. Will
0: people will pay, pay that, that if they
2: think they can have her hair.
0: Yeah, because it's kind of like the lipstick thing. Lip luxury lipsticks are at a price point that it's expensive, but it's still you accessible. You feel
2: like it's a treat for yourself. Yeah yeah
0: exactly so uh yeah so she's excited about this the social media is going and so if you want to spend 25 dollars on a detangler is that
2: the only product or that's just the one she was like they put out there today yeah it's just the first one i think she's going to have a whole set of hair care products out there yeah jennifer try and get some dirty wax going i might buy that oh
1: there you've been (laughs) i like i like
2: i'm a paste in a wax girl i don't need
1: wax to whom who you gave it to Chris Bodie, the famous trumpeter, when he was in studio. And Lori... My
2: John Frieda Dirty yes. Blonde. I had a Dirty Blonde, this great product that they don't even make anymore. They don't make, make anymore. anymore. I oh. love I that remember, that remember
1: Chris Boddy? He was dating Katie Couric yeah. at the time. And he, J-
2: the yes. John Frieda products yeah. were so good when it was coming right out from him.
0: Oh, yeah. and he it's, cool stuff. And it's one of those things, when you find something you like... You want to get as much as possible, and especially, Lori, because you have such short hair right now, the product is everything. It is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, That's so. why I had like some haywire hair last week. That The fair does play haywire with one's hair. You can't expect to have glossy tresses <laughs> at the fair. Pro Except maybe you, Holly, with your hat. You probably would be. You probably can put a hat on, and then your glossy locks can show. But still, it's windy, it's rainy, it's... Whatever.
0: Yeah. Usually when I wear a hat at the state fair, I'm looking a little bit more like Forrest Gump when he's running his third year of marathons out in the desert. That's kind of the vibe. Hey, Pat Sajak uh, has been named consulting producer of Wheel of Fortune and Pat Sajak and Vanna White going to stay on Wheel of Fortune through 2024. That's how they got him to stay on board.
2: We'll 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 give you that because, you know, that's kind of weird. He wasn't. I'm surprised he wasn't that. That brings more
0: money for same, him. same. Yeah. Same but worry. he's been there so it, long. Why didn't I, he ask
2: for this like twenty years ago?
0: Yeah. It, it's surprising. It but is it, surprising. They've been doing this. You guys, Pat Sajak, Vanna White have been hosting Wheel of Fortune since nineteen eighty three.
2: <gasps> you know what? That is wonderful. That is a consistent thing and that we she have. She doesn't had.
1: even have to turn the letters, she just points.
2: Yeah, now she does. Because they're electronic. To, yeah. Remember, she, I mm-hmm. used
1: to. I miss the flipping. Yeah, it's like the slot machine. You don't do the
0: pull it down anywhere. You just push a button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just max bet, max mm-hmm. bet, max bet. Watch right. it go. <laughs> <laughs> I only say max bet on the penny slot. Keep that yes. in mind. Right? So that means that when their contracts end, that Pat Sajak and Vanna White have been on Wheel of Fortune for forty years. They will wow. celebrate their fortieth anniversary. I wonder if
2: they'll be done in twenty twenty four.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: That's a long time.
0: It's a wow. long time, and
1: that's a that is forty years. Years,
0: yeah. Do you think they'll get a gold watch when they
2: retire from oh, Sony? Oh, they'll probably. Who knows? I mean, they'll probably entice them. They'll want them to
0: stay if the price is right. Just keep it mm-hmm. going. Keep mm-hmm. it going. Hey, the Video Music Awards are days away, and some of the presenters at this year's VMAs. Oh, tell us. We've got Billie Eilish, Megan Fox, Travis Barker, Simone Biles, and Avril Lavigne. Oh, I like it. I like all of those.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for these VMAs. I think I've we've always gotten performances that have we've been talked about the next day. Joe you forget every single Monday after the VMAs, there are one or two or three things at least that happen. There's red carpet and performance.
1: Yeah, it's a. It- there's stuff that happens. There's not they don't no.
2: hand out a lot of moon men. It's all about performances.
0: Well, yeah, and the the MTV video music awards have always been about the performances. Mm-hmm. And this year we're getting Doja Cat, Chloe from Chloe and Halle, Twenty One Pilots, Olivia Rodrigo, Machine Gun Kelly, Sean Mendes, Lil Nas that's a lot X. of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. So yes. that's gonna be happening Sunday night. Yeah. So yay, award yay. show. We've got something
2: <laughs> that will give us give us some juice on Monday. Exactly. And Machine Gun Kelly, I think, is at the armory tomorrow night. Here. Ooh, maybe Megan Fox is gonna be in town. Wouldn't be surprised. Hotels be on the lookout. That's right. (laughs) Give us a tip if you got one.
1: Vintage
2: scandal. It was quite the scandal. This is a bicuspid vintage scandal, and I'm not even (laughs) sure if I'm using that the right word because I think a bicuspid is a tooth. It is a tooth. Okay, so (laughs)
1: not to be confused with the lists I was talking about earlier. My made-up word. Okay. So
2: yesterday, I just slightly did get into uh, a story about this vintage music memory, which was a um, kind of an. Unbelievable show, but people have basically forgotten about it because this concert happened on September 8th and September 10th, 2001 at Madison Square Garden. And it was my, the Michael Jackson 30th anniversary celebration. Um, and it was staged by David Guest, who Liza Manelli was married to. And it was being going to be aired on CBS, uh, which CBS did air it. Um, in November of 2001 it it was aired but the show both shows sold out in two hours and they were among the most expensive ever for an event the best seats cost ten thousand dollars and included like a dinner with Michael Jackson and a signed uh, poster and Anyway, but it was the show itself was just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because Whitney Houston showed up very thin, but she, without her husband, who was supposed to be, he was on the bill. Right. Um, she's saying, want to be started something. Then Marlon Brando was like in an office and he was lecturing the crowd. He
1: got roundly booed and Shaggy was there. Shaggy. I'm sick of you calling him Shaggy. I'm calling Shaggy. I'm sick of it. Shaggy. S- no, he's Shaggy. It's never shaggy. Right? <laughs> it's, it's Shaggy. Only because John- John Breen did once. It's shaggy. But in Jamaica, it would be shaggy. Well, we're not in Jamaica. We're in Minnesota. Let us pretend we're oh, in Jamaica. For, no one knows who you're talking <laughs> about. Anyway, he sang Angel and it pretend. wasn't me. He was we're at the t- height of his thing. Okay. And
2: Marlon Brando was in charge of giving that humanitarian speech and he got booed through the whole thing because no one even knew who he was. He looked like just this huge man Lump. sitting in a chair and Elizabeth Taylor sitting with Michael, uh, Jackson and then Liza Minnelli came out in just terrible wig and makeup, and it was just people were just like, Holy <laughs> crap, what is going on? <laughs> but then when Michael Jackson performed, it was like everything snapped into place. Right. He performed the way you make me feel with Britney Spears. Love that. And um, I want to go and YouTube this concert, yes. seriously. And I guess, um, and then he gave the audience what they wanted. He moonwalked, he did Billie Jean, the Beat It choreography, Slash was there. And in between, Jackson, I guess, you know, was just kept saying, I love you to the crowd. And, you know, it was like really, really kind of great. And then the, the, they had a Dave rest, and then September 10th and then, of course, September 11th. And um, there had always, the story was, and it was in a Vanity Fair story, is that Marlon Brando, Elizabeth Taylor, and Michael Jackson, because remember, there were no flights for three and a half weeks.
1: Right. They were all trying to get back to L.A. The planes were grounded all
2: over over the world, or at least in the United States and Canada. The planes were just put down because it was like we didn't know what was going on and ended up being like a three- Three and a half week grounding, and so I mean, my friend was on her way to see Madonna in L.A., and she landed. They landed in an Air Force base in Michigan and had right. to rent a car and drive home
1: mm-hmm. back
2: to New York City. I mean, people had to drive to get home. Right. So this guy, who is uh like a friend, Elizabeth Taylor of Elizabeth assistant. Taylor. Yes, he mm-hmm. gives an interview to, to Vandy Fair. Yeah, to Vandy Fair, but. One story tells two stories that that on the morning of September 11th, Michael Jackson, along with his assistant, were scheduled for a meeting at the jewelry store at the World Trade Center where they were. He was going to return the jewelry that Elizabeth Taylor borrowed to wear to these extravaganza Mm -hmm. and for him to return the two million dollar watch that they was loaned, loaned to him, him
1: to where? So but, he was supposed to on the morning of September 11th yes, at the world trade be center there. Yes. But
2: of there course were shops in the bottom. He was on Michael Jackson time mm-hmm. and was hopelessly late and didn't, you know, get down there at 9am. Right. Thank goodness. Right. So anyway, but the story is that his, that uh, Elizabeth Taylor's assistant told Vandy fair. And now there's no one to ask because everybody has died. But that they took the mysterious road trip of all time. That they set out. They rented a car to drive back to L.A. And a they, modest car. They yeah, and they stopped at. Marlon Brando had to stop at every KFC and <laughs> McDonald's to fuel him up. Oh. He's, he sat in the back seat. Oh, hopefully. He, yeah. <laughs> um, Windows down. In 2003, Marlon Brando had been providing Michael Jackson with acting lessons. Right. At, at Michael's request. So when Jacko offered Brando a ticket to the concert and then David Guest said, oh, he can make a humanitarian speech. The overinflated actor was like, yes, I'll be there. So anyway... I apparently the story is that they they just absolutely could not um Elizabeth Taylor's people even at the time they denied that she they ever did. took this road trip but I think it's I love totally, thinking about it. I do too. The, I love
1: thinking about it.
2: The, the, them stopping the at, at the little motels along love, the way and, I love
1: this would be a great movie. It would. It would be, a great, be a great movie. movie. But and just, they fled, you It would know, be a great movie. Mm-hmm. The greatest road trip ever. I yeah. just don't know who would have um, um, driven. Well, out of the three of them, I'd say Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, He's Michael seen was. seemed the most likely. Yeah, Michael was always drugged.
0: Yeah, there's Marlon no way was he too was drugged. Yeah. Yeah. turn yeah. the steering wheel. Right, Elis- Elizabeth Liz. wrote. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
2: they didn't drive very long. They no, probably they, drove three, four hours at a time and stopped several at, times between those three or four hours. Mm-hmm. Because cocktail hour starts at two. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I love the image of that. Though. Yeah, it would be that a great story's movie. been running around for twenty years. Yeah, yeah,
2: and Michael Jackson, you know, he La Isla Bonita was going to be on his album Bad, if oh. you can believe it. But luckily, the luckily the one of Michael's producers said this doesn't fit, and then it ended up with Madonna.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I can't see La Isla Bonita on Bad. That would have been a scandal.
1: And okay, I so, love you say that like that everybody is, knows what the hell you're talking about. La Isla Bonita, people. I know the song, yeah. but I don't think. I mean, okay, you're
2: assuming a lot. Well, just the name of it. It's a very Spanish-sounding ballad. Isn't it's not it? La Isla. It means you know, pretty island. So mm-hmm. I mean, oh, like we knew that too. Yeah, but I mean, Michael Jackson and a pretty Spanish mm-hmm. ballad for bad right now. Of course, it doesn't fit. That would have been a scandal.
0: Do you guys think when they stopped at fast food, can you just imagine Michael Jackson handing back like a chicken bowl back to... Mar- I mean, just the, ima- like the drive through oh, yeah. that I, they went it through. It was
2: Burger King and KFC, not McDonald's. <laughs> I, Excuse me, I got that wrong. Oh, man. Oh, they didn't have the, taste them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? I just think that would be hysterical. He, I could
2: have seen him loving a flame-broiled Whopper over a Big Mac or a quarter pounder.
0: Here, here's the song you were talking about by Madonna.
1: Michael Jackson's producer made love the right that call. I you know. I don't even know the but with, you know that's La Bonita. La Isla Bonita.
0: Mixing that in with this, not happening.
2: That was that was the right. That was the right call.
1: For Good
0: sure. call. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. When well, we come back, I promised you two vintage no, scandals. A I A cuspid. I give you the whole tooth. <laughs> I give you. I give you all four wisdom teeth on that one, but I do want to because I flipping love this song i love the band grand funk they had a song called we're an american band i love it and a groupie that's in this song passed away last week and we did not get to recognize her so that's what we're going to do when we come back okay why are we playing that that juicy nugget from the 70s we're american band okay so the first okay the first verse of the song out on the road for 40 days Last night in Little Rock, put me in the haze, sweet, sweet Connie doing her act. She had the whole show, and that's a natural fact. Sweet, sweet Connie passed away last week at the Aww. age of 66. That's so young. She is a famous groupie, okay. Julia. Oh,
1: I love that. Sweet, sweet Connie. Back she, when it was welcome to be a groupie.
2: Well, she wrote in her own memoir, I was determined to become a famous groupie. And she uh, is immortalized. The people, the band itself, uh, acknowledged that she was sweet, sweet Connie. She was 66. She died in her hometown of Little Rock, Um Arkansas, the uh, funeral home in Little Rock confirmed her death to Rolling Stone magazine, which is how I happened to get this story. And I had a few people send this to me also. Um, She's best known for that shout out in that verse. But she, um, you know, she was her mom hated crowds. But when bands would come to Little Rock, she would drop Connie and a girlfriend off at the fairgrounds sure. and like my mom did when my sister really? and i went to alice cooper when there i was 15 years old she dropped us off and picked us up she sure. didn't want to go with us you went know of, yeah so she was 15 when her mom dropped her off at her first concert to see Steppen, steppenwolf and she would said you know she just take me out early before the traffic got bad and she <laughs> just dropped me off And then we'd go out there and we'd just wander around and get backstage and then one thing would lead to another. And uh, so her very first concert, Steppenwolf, she ends up with the drummer and she confirmed to Joan Rivers on her talk show, when Joan had that nighttime talk show, that she lost her virginity to uh, frigid pink drummer Rick Stevers. And then she told Howard Cern in 2010 that the drummers gravitated to her, sweet, sweet why honey, Because they wanted to hear about John Bonham and Keith Moon, who she also had been with.
1: I Are uh, those drummers, famous drummers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Keith Moon, The Who. Okay. John Bonham, Led Zeppelin. Ivan had Neil Pert. that I regret, she told Howard Stern. In addition to John Bonham and Keith Moon. Connie Hamsey said she was with Huey Lewis, Joe Walsh, Don Henley, Eddie Van Halen,
1: wow. Wow. Paul Stanley,
2: Dr. John, Vanilla Ice, Dan Fogelberg, wow. Neil Diamond, all three oh, members she of ZZ pretty? Top, Is she yeah. and more. And both in her Stern interview and the documentary, Let's Spend the Night Together, Confessions of Rock's Greatest Groupies, she was quoted as saying that Peter Frampton was the smallest. And Howard Stern oh. said, they're passing you around like a plate of potatoes. And she she said to him, she says, well, it's been a good plate of po- good potatoes. <laughs> What's her name again? Connie Hamsey.
0: She's beautiful. It's
2: rumored that Connie was also the subject of the 1985 Cheap Trick song, Standing on the Edge. Um, Oh Connie, you know we yeah. could find the song. Um, in in '95 when she did her memoir, Rock Groupie: Intimate Adver- Adventures of Sweet Connie, she um she detailed her adventures, and uh, she also claimed she had an encounter, not a sexual encounter, with Bill Clinton in the I lobby,
1: was looking at a picture
2: of the North Little Rock Hotel in '84. George Stepanopoulos and his memoir that he wrote after he was. Remember, he was the um, communications director. Yes, of course. For Bill Clinton. Yes. And then he went start on, on to the be, news. Yeah. He didn't start there. So he wrote in his book, the governor was leaving a speech with a few associates when Connie Hamsey had been sunbathing at the hotel, ran up to him, flipped down her bikini top and asked, what do you think of these? Clinton seemed to take great pleasure in taking in the scene. Hillary was less amused. And <laughs> Stephanopoulos was able to get affidavits from witnesses to say that nothing more had happened. He oh, said, imagine. we survived our first bimbo eruption. Oh, and um, wow. the Hamzy episode was a test of Clinton's character, our campaign's competence, and the media's resistance to tabloid trash. We all passed. Too bad it was only a drill. Because, of course... right. Uh, you know, Monica Malinsky. Lewinsky. Yeah. 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 I, I think I think Bill Clinton was just one of those guys. He did not keep his pants no. zipped at <laughs> no. all. No. And after she was done, she just she said, you know, but I wanted to be a groupie. I couldn't give it up. It was the thrill, the chase, uh, the challenge of getting to meet a famous star. She said, When girls find out what they're in for, group sex, kinky sex, sex with other women, and usually all of it in one night, they chicken out. I didn't. I felt as though I arrived, I thought it was somebody. And so she was a groupie for a long time. But the last, um, you know, in her, uh, like in her 50s, she spent 12 years working as a substitute teacher in Little Rock. All right. It was harder to be a groupie. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And, you know, those bands are not touring or whatever. But she'd already been with everybody when they were hot and she was hot. There you wow. go. How about that? So Connie Hamsey.
0: Were you saying Cheap Trick standing on the edge? Yes. Here's the beginning of it. Maybe they're talking about it right here.
2: They also reference Connie. Oh, Connie likes nighttime every night. Connie likes candy every bite. All day sucker. Connie might blah, blah, blah. You know. So they reference Connie, but... Cheap Trick did not respond to Rolling Stone's inquiry okay. after they learned Sweet Connie had passed away.
1: And I'm sure the song "Oh Connie,", Connie no, I know that's yeah. 50. It know. makes
2: me want to read her. I book, know it, Lori, or watch that "Let's Laurie. Spend the Night Together: Confessions of Rock's Greatest Groupies." And then, speaking of Clinton, my God, did you see all the all the makeup that Clive Owens? That.
1: that I, I don't, didn't watch it. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. Either. It's on FX because I forgot to tape no, it. Of course, it's on
2: FX and it'll replay. Oh, well, FX, okay, yeah. I you'll be, it's called
1: Impeachment, a crime story. Right. So it's like the uh, Versace. Right, and it's with Linda Tripp. It's the story of Linda Tripp and, and Monica, Monica Lewinsky, Lewinsky. getting assigned to the White House. I don't know why. I'm just not interested in I don't want to watch it either. Yeah, but I, I, either. I looked
2: at the pictures of everybody who's playing, yeah. and like the woman who's playing Paula Jones, she's one of my favorite actors. Clive Owens. I wouldn't even know that was Clive Owens. He's in a pound of makeup. Oh. I, I, I wanted to see that. He's okay. Take a look at that, and... Um, I mean, Sarah Paulson, she of course looks like Linda Tripp, and Beanie Feldstein really looks like a uh, young Monica Lewinsky. She does. I don't know why. I have no interest I'm in watching not, this.
1: Yeah. I, wish it, I think it was just such a. Uh, that time. Yeah. It was just, uh, I it's don't, just like an. I don't like the president stuff right now. I don't yeah. like watching anything about yeah. any of them.
2: It feels like even at the time that story bothered me oh. because it was Linda Tripp the older girlfriend betraying her younger friend and you know then bill clinton acting like a dog of a guy and i don't know but the if you want to see the transformations i'll watch one episode and see if it reels me in you know okay i'll give it a try i appreciate it but if you even looked at the costumes or the you know real people Versus the actor, you might feel like you watched the show, Julia.
1: There you go. (laughs) I feel like just you're talking about it because I know how it ends. Yeah,
2: right. All right, this is
1: Lori and Julia. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.